Welcome, 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 and welcome you to yet another episode of the Unpopular Podcast. It's your boy Jalen, and let's talk about apologies real quick. So, as we know, the Astros were caught cheating. The Astros won in 2017 the World Series, and they were caught cheating. We talked about this on earlier episodes of the podcast. We, we talked about it last week. The, pot, the, the the Astros came out and pretty much, I mean, you can say they apologized, but they pretty much said, I mean, yeah, we cheated. We apologized for cheating, but, I mean, we would have beat y'all anyways without cheating. That's, that's pretty much what they said. And, of course, their titles or their title wasn't revoked. They weren't suspended from the postseason. At, at first, I thought it was kind of severe, but... Oh, I thought the punishment that they did receive was severe, but after sitting back and really thinking about it and looking at it, it, it wasn't severe at all. Because, like, like, look at a team, look at a team like the Texas Rangers, look at a team like the San Diego Padres, look at the the Milwaukee Brewers. Those teams have never won a World Series ever. Washington was in that category until, of course, they won last year. Shouts out to the, the Nationals. But when you go into spring training, look at any team. Look at any sport. At the end of the day, what do you want to do? You want to win a world. You want to win a national championship. You want to win a World Series. You want to win an NBA championship. You want to win a Super Bowl. You want to win the big game. And some teams do whatever it takes to win. When you and, and, and don't get me wrong, the 2017 Astros were, were incredible. They were a historic team. And, and a lot of people a lot of people say, you know they were already good. they weren't you know, did cheating really help? Let me let me let me let me let me tell it like this. Imagine you playing a game of one on one, right? You playing a game of one on one, and the person that you are playing one on one against has magnets in the ball. When you shoot the ball, yeah, you might not make every one, but you have a higher chance of making it, or he has a higher chance of making it because he has magnets in the ball. But you can't use that ball. And you don't know about it until the game's over and he's already won. The Astros, like I said before, the Astros were already an incredible team. They were already stacked to the brim, you know, with Altuve, who was the MVP. You had so many good players. I'm not saying they wouldn't have won if they didn't cheat, but what I, they didn't. They did not win without cheating. And cheating was such an advantage for them that... Do you know how incredibly, how incredibly advantaged your opponent is if they know the, what pitches are coming? If they know exactly how you throw the pitch, how you want to throw the pitch, and of course you have, 
you know, scouting, you have uh, team film and everything, but when you have somebody in your ear or you have audio or video at the moment and say, hey, he's about to throw a, a fastball, he's about to throw a curveball, and you're already a team that good that the Astros were, the Astros were on a historic run in 2017. A lot of people were saying the Astros, the, two seven, two, ooh, the 2017 Astros are one of the best teams in baseball history. So you couple that with them cheating, yes, it was definitely an advantage. Again, I don't know if they would have won without cheating, but they, I do know that they cheated. So when you come out and say, hey, we would have, I mean, you didn't, he didn't say they would have won if he didn't cheat it, but that's pretty much what he said. You know, in, 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 in more words or more ways than one, he pretty much said, hey, we apologize for cheating, but hey, we would have beat y'all anyway. So I understand where, where, where players from the Dodgers or players from the Yankees were upset with the apology because it's, it's, it's it wasn't an apology. It was just... Hey, uh, I mean, it happens. <laughs> so, I said before, and I've said this time and time again, and Herm Edwards said it, you play to win the game. You play to, to at the, when it's all said and done, you're holding up that trophy. So, when I say... This isn't going to stop anybody. This this might happen again. I'm not saying it's going to happen with the Astros, but this might happen. This might happen again because what at the end of the day, what did the Astros want to do? They cheated to what? Win a World Series. They did what? Win a World Series. After they ca got caught cheating, what happens? The World Series isn't vacated or they don't get their titles revoked or they don't get a postseason ban or they don't get a, a regular season ban or whatever. They got pretty much a slap on the wrist. I know that you stole all this money. You can keep the money, but don't steal again. Or I know, I know you sold, you sold uh, bank accounts. Hey, you get to keep all the money that you had from selling those, but don't do it again. You know, again, this isn't going to deter people from not cheating. You know, baseball has had a, a, a long history of cheating, whether that's team cheating, whether that's uh, enhancing drugs, whether that's, you know, betting. They've had a long history of cheating. So when people say, Oh, the Astros were a disrespect to the game. The game has been like this forever. It's just when you, when you don't know how to regulate your sport, and I'm not saying that this is the GM's fault. I'm not saying this is the, the commissioner's fault. But what I'm saying is when you don't know how to regulate your sport, you don't know how to, to hand down punishment. You don't know how to, to police the game, so, you know, so to speak. This is what's going to happen. Again, there is not one person in the Astros organization right now that is heartbroken, that is sad, that is feeling any type of 
of remorse for stealing. Even the, the G, even the GM and the coach that got fired, they still have a World Series attached to their name or World Series winner title attached to their name because that's what they did. And the MLB didn't revoke anything. The MLB didn't suspend anybody. The MLB didn't fire the GM and the, the, the manager. They, they were fired by the organization. No, I don't think that... Let me, let me say this. I don't know, again, no, I don't know if the Astros would have won if, uh, you know, if they didn't cheat. Again, they were a really talented team. But so were the Yankees that year. So were the Dodgers that year. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what. I, I don't know. I, I'm not the man of all the, the, the answers. I don't know how you punish somebody like that cheats. And their cheating most definitely helped them win a Super Bowl. I think it would have been different. With Deflate Gate, I think that would have been different if they won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. Again, when at the end of the day, all you really want to do is win a Super Bowl. And because you won the Super Bowl, and 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 your methods of winning a Super Bowl only got you a don't do it again. That's not going to deter anybody from not doing it. You know what I mean? So, again, the Astros are 2017 World Series champions. Um, then They don't have any, yeah, they lose some draft picks, but when you're, when you're always that good, what, what are those draft picks really going to really affecting, you know. Baseball's draft isn't like NFL's draft, isn't like the NBA draft. Their drafts are like hell, after the draft picks go down to the uh what, triple A baseball league or whatever it is, so you know. Yeah. Um let's get off of that because there's I mean there's really nothing else you can say about it because again the half the half a apologies um if i would have probably done the same thing if i was the astros because again the commissioner didn't or yeah the commissioner didn't hand down a a, a severe punishment so like what? i'm i'm no no i wouldn't cheat or anything but i know that i want to win a world series and if i found a loophole and I took that loophole, not saying I would, but if I took that loophole and then nothing really happened to me, except I can still say I won a World Series. You know what's crazy? Thinking about that, the Astros were caught cheating. Caught cheating. And didn't get their World Series revoked. The Fab Five pretty much lied about receiving payments. They didn't win the world. They didn't win the national championship, but they were a culture phenomenon, right? They got everything taken down in Michigan. They didn't win, 
but their cultural relevance was was undeniable and they were caught or they got caught pretty much lying about receiving money from a family friend and they got their whole history revoked remember um reggie bush reggie bush got his whole history revoked from usc got his titles revoked and he wasn't even caught cheating he was caught taking money it's, it's crazy how how leagues and 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 different situations bring on different uh, different punishments for different players again you had a professional team win it all was caught cheating several times that year and still are able to keep their trophy, keep their ring, and the history books 2017 still says the Astros won the World Series. And the only thing they pretty much lose is draft picks and money that they're still going to get. I mean, yeah, you lose $5 million, but how much is the team worth, you know what I mean? Yet, you have college kids that won national championships. Some of them didn't win national championships, but get caught taking money because they're broke. And they get their whole history wiped out. There's not, there's not an ink, there's not, a, uh, there's not an inkling of, of Reggie Bush in USC's history right now. We know how great Reggie Bush was. We know Reggie Bush was one of the greatest college football or college athletes of all time. We know that. Reggie Bush was incredible, but that's what we remember. If you look in the history books, especially the USC history books, there's nothing about Reggie Bush. If you look in the history books at Michigan, there is nothing about the Fab Five. We know the Fab Five pretty much uh, revolutionized the way that we wear jerseys, the way that we wear shoes, the way that we wear socks, the way that we look at college basketball to this day. Yet and still, their stuff is still revoked. I think that's crazy. I, I just, I think it's crazy. But again, who am I, you know? Who am I? That's, that's, who am I? Let me, let me move on. So, All-Star Weekend came and went. And let me not say it came and went. All-Star Weekend ended. And it was, it was, this All-Star Weekend was different. You know, in the past, you know, the, the three-point contest would have been the most inciting thing. The, the slam dunk contest, except for 2016, would have been, you know, an afterthought because it's, it's not really creative anymore or not really um, interesting. The, skill, the skills challenge would have came and went. Uh, Y'all remember when they had horse and Kevin Durant always won the, the horse award? <laughs> And then the All-Star Game would have been a defensive. Now, I'm not one of those people that always bash the All-Star Game for not playing, not having any defense. I mean, the All-Star Game is for athletes to have fun and to to show off for the fans. I get that. Now, yeah, I wish that there was a little, there were a little bit, there was a little bit more defense played. But 
I, I understand the entertainment aspect, uh, especially from the players, because the players don't want to get hurt. I mean, this this is just an exhibition, really. So I get that. But this year was different. You know, this year you had the the it was in Chicago. You had the cloud of 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 the passing of Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant. And even David Stern, honestly, you had that pretty much throughout the whole throughout the whole weekend. So it was you didn't know what to expect. You knew that the NBA and the players were gonna pull out all the stops, especially for, for Kobe, but you didn't really know what was happening. You know, or you didn't really know what was gonna happen. Was it gonna be just like any other all star, you know, came and went, just a lot of Kobe tributes or or was it gonna be different? We know that the All Star the All Star Game format was different. There would be a jump ball after every uh, every quarter. The winner of the quarter, the team, the team captain, I think a thousand dollars went to their organization. And at the end of the third quarter, the start of the fourth, you want to add on twenty four points. So if you're, you know, say you're winning or winning one hundred to or say the score was 100 to 100. The first person to 124 in tribute to Kobe Bryant, they would have won the game. And I think $4,000 would have, $4,000 just that quarter would have been, um, would have been sent to the captain's uh, charity. They, they renamed the All-Star MVP to the All-Star MVP Kobe Bryant award or something like that. I know Kobe Bryant's name is definitely in it. So again, we I knew we knew it was going to be a lot of Kobe tributes. We knew it was going to be a lot of a lot of mourning of Kobe Bryant because you know you, the whole world is looking at the basketball world pretty much right now or that weekend, and you didn't know how it was going to be. And I can pleasantly say I was shocked about how excited. Oh no. I'm not so excited. How good the All-Star Weekend went and how exciting, not just the All-Star game, not just the three-point contest, but every event was. Hell, probably, probably the most uneventful event was the celebrity game. And even that was, Stephen A. Smith and Michael Wilbon made that interesting. You know, the Common, of course, won, hometown kid. But even that was interesting. The three-point contest was incredible. You had Buddy Hill win that. But Buddy Hill put on a show. De- uh, Devin Booker put on a show. Homie from um, the Wizards. I totally forgot his name. I don't know. I played, uh, you know. Oh, Bortons. Bortons put on a show. The, slant, the, the skills challenge, you know, Bam on the Bio won. But that was exciting how no guards won. Or no guards were. Yeah, no guards won. Uh, and I think it was Bam and Sabo- uh the bonus, the bonus, the bonus, whatever his name is. <laughs> they were the, the last two, and that was exciting. The slam dunk contest, even though I do believe Aaron Gordon was robbed. I do think Aaron Gordon was robbed for the second time. But that was exciting with, with, with Derrick Jones Jr. winning and Derrick Jones Jr. beating Aaron Gordon. After my man Doug said it, he said, yo, even and don't get me wrong, I can't do none of these dunks, so I'm not I'm not saying I mean he didn't do anything because that, 
what we saw was some incredible feats, man. Some incredible athletic feats. Hell, Dwight Howard's 30-whatever, still doing dunks um, at a high level. It was incredible. Pat Connington was, was good. But they, Doug was like, how the hell did Derrick Jones Jr. beat Aaron Gordon after doing seven, <laughs> seven between-the-leg dunks, which, which he pretty much did. But, hey. That, that's what happened. The um the World USA versus World game was good. Zion and, and John Morant made that exciting. Um it was just an exciting weekend and, and, and the, the the crown of it all was the All Star game. Now again, a lot of people were, were afraid of how the All Star game was gonna be because again in the last few years it hasn't really been defensive oriented. That kinda changed last year when they 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 tacked on the or they added the element of the winner gets money for the charity. But you didn't know how it was going to go. You knew they were going to put on a show, especially for Kobe Bryant and his family, but you didn't know how it was going to go. But, and, and, and I was very skeptical about the new, the new format of it all. I was like, yo, this is kind of corny, bro. Like, I get the whole Kobe thing, but jump ball after every quarter and... You don't really have a fourth quarter time limit. You just add 24 points for Kobe and, and this, that, and a third. But, man, was that a... That was one of the best all-star games I've seen in a while, man. Team Giannis against Team LeBron. You know, I, I've always... I, especially on, on Twitter, I was definitely vocal about I don't know why Kyle Lowry was out there when Bradley Bills at Florida Games chilling but uh it was really exciting man team Giannis law uh team lebron beat team Giannis. i think it was 150 uh 155 to 157 um it was it was uh kawhi leonard won the mvp which he definitely deserved it i think he hit, he hit like he hit like eight threes i think he walked out there with like 30 points kawhi leonard was incredible uh lebron james could have won it anthony davis could have won it if Team Giannis would have won, won uh, Team Giannis could have won. Kimball Walker was, was incredible. It was just a, an incredible night. Now, I don't know how I feel. I still am a little... I, I don't know. I don't think I like the jump ball after every quarter. I might have... Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how I would tweak that. But I do, I do like this new format. I do like how they... They, they did a tribute for Kobe. I don't know how they do it moving forward, but I like it. And, and it was exciting. It was, you know, you had, you had NFL people say, hey, and, and NBA, can you fix the Pro Bowl? You had the whole world watching, and it was exciting. The All-Star, I think this is, for the first time in a while, the All-Star weekend was exactly how it was promoted. You know, you always, it's always promoted as, the creme de la creme of the, the NBA season. You know, it gives players a break, but it's also time to showcase just how talented these players are, just how famous these players are, just how, just how good the NBA is and just how important and, or, or just how the NBA is growing. And that's exactly what the, the All-Star Weekend did. It, it, it showcased the best of the NBA. Now, 
of course, you still have players like Steph Curry, uh, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving that were injured. Oh, and we'll talk about Kyrie Irving in a second that were injured, but you know, the, some of the best of the best that are playing, you know, that are that are healthy, you know, are, were playing, and it was it was incredible. It was it was a great, great, great weekend. Not just great night, not just great. It was a great weekend. So shouts out to the NBA and All Star um, festivities. Uh, so you know, shouts out to them. And and one thing that the N- NBA All Star game kind of also does is now that it's over and there's no games until Thursday, it kind of lets you sit back and see or or or, or yeah, lets you sit back in and see what's what's to come of the of the second half of the season. Yeah, there's the 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 games wise doesn't match up, but the All Star break is is the halfway point pretty much of the NBA season. So moving forward, let's talk about what to expect the second half of the season. Let me first start by saying <laughs> I was more than likely wrong. I I. I was I went out on a limb. I I usually save these towards the end of the season, but I don't see it happening. I thought when you bring on a person like Al Horford, yes, you lose JJ Redick, yes, you lose Jimmy Butler, but you have another year of Tobias Harris, you have another year of Brendan or Ben Simmons, you have another year of Joel Embiid. I thought that the 76ers had what it takes to win the world the world series win the nba championship I, in fact i picked them to win the nba championship i didn't see a team that was that big yeah the lakers kind of rival that right now but that was probably one of the largest teams i've ever seen and of course you have josh richardson i thought that they were going to win the the world the the, the nba championship but what we've seen this year, or the first half of the season, was Ben Simmons still don't shoot. Now, I'm not taking away from all the other great things that he does. You know, he's a, he's a big guard or point forward. He's really good defensively. He's really good in transition. He's good at finding players, but he just doesn't shoot. And when you don't shoot, while he's great at other areas, there are still areas of his game that affect other people's game negatively. And I say that as I say that geared towards Joel Embiid. When Ben because Ben Simmons doesn't shoot the ball, he best creates his or he, he does the most offensive damage in the paint. Well, that then takes Joel Embiid out the paint because they're cloggers. They will clog each other up. They will, they, if, if both of them is in the paint, that's four people at least in the paint. And that, that doesn't bode well because there's no space. So, Joel Embiid then gets pushed out or, or Ben Simmons gets pushed out, but you don't want to push Ben Simmons out because Ben Simmons can't shoot the, or doesn't shoot the ball. You don't want Joel Embiid out because he, he's one of the most physically dominant players in the game. So then you take him out, so then he becomes a jump shooter. He becomes a three-point shooter, which 
He can shoot the three. He can shoot the jump shot. Don't get me wrong. He's a really skilled, talented player. But that's not his strength. And that shouldn't be the strength of the team. Now, a lot of people are blaming Ben uh, Brett Brown, which I think Brett Brown can do a, a better job, of course, with uh, how he uses his pieces. But at the end of the day, it, Brett Brown doesn't go out there and play. So I say all that to say, no, I do not think, I, I think my prediction at this point is wrong. I don't think the 76ers have what it takes to win the net, win the world, oh, why do I keep saying world series? <laughs> win the NBA championship. Now, I'm not going to go into my predictions right now, but I do think that what we see from Milwaukee that is, they're going to continue their pace. They, they're on historic pace. No, I don't think that they'll win 70 games. Uh, but I do, well, they could. Well, I, I think they probably win closer to 67 to 68 wins. I think there will be some nights where they sit Chris Middleton and they'll sit Giannis because they've just been on a dominant pace. I mean, they don't really lose at home, and they're, they've just been dominant. I and, I, and I'll be the first one, I was definitely wrong about the Milwaukee Bucks. I thought the Milwaukee Bucks would take a take a step back due to the fact that guess you have Giannis playing at an MVP level again, but I thought that his his pieces his his surrounding pieces weren't pieces that I would attribute to winning a championship with. Like I didn't think that Chris Middleton was really going to be like that. I didn't think that Eric Bledsoe, I didn't think that Brooke Lopez, now Robin Lopez, I didn't or Pat Connington. I didn't think those pieces were really important cogs that could win you a championship but what we've seen is while Giannis has been historic pace the 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 Bucks have done everything they can to help him and when they help him if you look now they, they have the best record in the NBA and I don't see that really changing especially being in the east I think that they've been they're they're on an incredible pace again I don't know if they'll win 70 but I do have them between maybe 65 to 68 you know what I mean? So I think that that run will continue to go. Um, again, I must, I'm going to hold off my picks, you know, as in like MVP, rookie of the year. I'm going to hold them all. I'm going to hold that off until towards the end of the season. But I'm excited to see, you know, the second half of the season for Zion. I'm excited to see the second half of the season for John Moran and the, the Grizzlies, which I think the Grizz, if the John Moran has. And, of course, you have Jaron Jackson. You, you have a lot of pieces. But I think the Grizzlies are in prime position to make the playoffs. I didn't, I didn't, definitely didn't think that going moving forward. But they're in prime position. I think they definitely can. When you, you know, I still, the, the jury's out. And we still have to see what happens with Portland. They still are trying to get their personnel right. They, you know, some nights Damian Lillard and the, and the crew look incredible. Some nights they look like one of the worst teams in the league. I still think that they need to figure out what they're going to do with Hassan Whiteside. Of course, you can't trade him at this point. But, you know, he, he had, he's still a little too inconsistent. It's like his ceiling or his, his highs this year have been incredible. But if lows have been like, what the hell, bro? So I'm, I'm still excited to see that. Of course, I, I think LeBron James has like 56 triple-doubles this year. And I think the most triple doubles uh, is the most triple doubles from a player over 30 or something is like 61, and that's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. 
I believe LeBron James will beat that and, and pass that and become the all-time leader in triple doubles from a player past 30. I think that's a stat. But I think that the Lakers, I said last episode, I do think the Lakers needed to make a move in the all-star break or a trade deadline. And I, I still believe they should have made a move. But I, I do want to see, because right now, the, 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 the Clippers, the, the one team that I thought might be able to and probably could beat them in a seven-game series, they don't look, they, they look kind of out of sorts. Paul George is hurt again. They need to integrate more. Uh, we need to see what happens with Kawhi Leonard's whole load management and if that affects them, you know, winning games. So there's a lot going on in the second half of the season that I'm really looking forward to. And, again, I'm going to hold off my picks and hold off if someone will win, if they, you know, hold off my stuff until the towards the end of the season. But I'm just excited. I'm excited for what's to come in the NBA. And shouts out again to the NBA for an incredible All-Star weekend. This was, this was the first All-Star weekend in a while that there wasn't a forgettable moment. As in, even, even with the celebrity game, which I thought was the weakest of the, of, the, of the weekend, you still had, you know, Stephen A. Smith and Will, Mike Wilbon have an incredible bench uh, against each other. You still had Chance the Rapper, which... <laughs> Chance the Rapper cannot play basketball, bro. Let me just, let me just. But yeah, Chance the Rapper, and we saw that that incredible shot that he has. <laughs> uh, of course, you had the shoes that come out. I was, I hit on a couple, but, which means I definitely have to chill out with spending the next few weeks, months. But I definitely hit on a couple shoes, and Adidas did their thing. Nike did their thing. Uh, New Balance dropped a, a pair of some fire shoes, like, uh, this All-Star Weekend was good. This All-Star Weekend was incredible all around. Like, from the brands, to the players, to the, to the league itself, to the events, to the Kobe tributes. You know, uh, Jennifer Hudson did an incredible Kobe tribute. Uh, Dr. Dre did an incredible Kobe tribute. The Inside the NBA guys did an incredible tribute. Common did an incredible tribute. I'm not going to bash, and I'm not going... I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna bash Shaka Khan. Um, I do think. <laughs> I mean, how am I gonna say this? Uh, I'm not gonna bash Shaka Khan. She did the. She did the national anthem. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Shouts out to Shaka Khan. Mm, she did the national anthem. So, uh, but yeah. Oof. Yeah, she did the. She, ah, I'm not gonna say none. Shouts out to the NBA for putting on an incredible weekend. Um, moving forward, uh, there really wasn't much with NFL. Free agency starting uh, or, or is about to start. Uh, Mason, Miles um, Garrett came out in an interview with Outside the Lines, I believe, and doubled down that uh, Mason Rudolph said some racial slurs, and which is why he then knocked him on top of his head with, with his own helmet. We all remember the incident. And then, of course, ESPN had Mike Tomlin on, and, and he was pretty much furious at, at, at Mason or Miles Garrett saying, you know, this is, you know, you're, you're detri- you, you know it, 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 these are serious allegations that you're saying. 
Mason Rudolph came out and said that they're a bold-faced lie. It's pretty much she said, she said. I will say this, and I, and I said this when it happened. If Mason Rudolph did say a racial slur, no, I don't think that it's justified to knock homie on the top of his head with with a, a, a blunt object like a like a helmet. But of course that word is 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 unacceptable to say. Um and it would be crazy. You know, if he did if he did say it then I, I understand the anger that Miles Garrett uh exuded. If he didn't say it, then, hey, I, I, we will never know. There's no footage that came out. There's no audio that came out. The only footage we saw is Miles Garrett stealing off with a helmet on Mason Rudolph. So, you know, hey, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how it goes. Uh, I don't know. Hey, if it had, if he did say it, then shame on you, Mason Rudolph, and also shame on you, Miles Garrett, for how you reacted. If he didn't say it, shame on you, Miles Garrett, for not only lying, but how you reacted to a situation that he didn't even say it. So that's where I'll leave that at. Um, Greg Olson is going on a pretty much a, a, there's four teams that's interested in him. I know one of them is the Redskins. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Redskins also did cut Josh Norman, which he should have been. Uh, Josh Norman hasn't, I don't know, man. They cut Josh Norman. They also uh, cut Paul Richardson, which he, he dealt with. Uh, I knew that was a pretty bad trade, a pretty bad signing when we signed him due to the fact that his history of injury, to the fact that he got injured or continued to get injured with the organization doesn't really surprise me. I do think that moving forward, especially maybe in free agency, I think that we should definitely go for maybe a running back that's a little younger than AP. Uh, and AP still has juice, of course. I'm not saying he doesn't, but you do want to... Uh, I don't think he can be a workhorse AP. Yeah, you have uh, Geis, but Geis, as we've seen in the last few years, has continued to be injured as well. So, I, I, you know, the, I saw the Bleacher Report thing and saying maybe we should target Melvin Gordon. While I'm not for... You know, the Redskins is prime... To pay overpay for a, a a player that they shouldn't be overpaying for, I do think that it will help. You know, getting a Melvin Gordon could help Dwayne Haskins. Maybe shoring up the offensive line, or maybe getting him a a top running back. I mean, wide receiver. I mean, try, maybe try and go get AJ Green. I don't know. The Redskins. You know, Ron Rivera has has some work on his hands. We'll see how that goes. Hey, uh, but that that's really all the NFL. Uh, information has happened so um before we go before we go I, I don't know how i don't know how long this episode is that might be this might be a quick one because it didn't much happen but the all-star game uh i want to shout out to denny hamlin for winning back-to-back day 2500 uh that's the first time that's happened since 1994 1995 and i also want to get a shout out and condone well Send prayers to Ryan Newman. If you, for I don't watch NASCAR. I ain't gonna be. I ain't gonna hold you. I don't watch NASCAR at all. But I did see the the crash that Ryan Newman was was involved in, and it was pretty. 
it was it was a it was a crazy crazy crash and they're saying right now that he's in critical condition at the hospital but they are saying that his his injuries are not life-threatening so thank god for that but again i hope i hope for a speedy recovery i hope that he pulls through again it's not life-threatening but you know i don't want him to be like a a plant or 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 you know paralyzed or anything so again my prayers goes out to ryan newman and and I hope that you pull through, especially after that horrific crash that I watched. So um, there you have it, man. That has been this episode of the Unpopular Podcast. I think this is the first time in the history of this podcast that <laughs> baseball was in the A block of two straight episodes. <laughs> That's called range. What, what, is, what does Joe Button say? The range. But uh, again, I want to thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for watching. Please subscribe to wherever you wherever you 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 consume this, and please leave a comment, man. Rate it, uh, especially on Apple if you listen to it on on Apple Podcast. I definitely appreciate all you guys, and and I'm just trying to improve. I'm about to get some new equipment. I know I keep saying that, but you'd be surprised how expensive new equipment is. So. And I just I just bought out on some on, on All Star Weekend. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. So I need to I need to definitely chill out with some spending. But again, I thank you guys. Please subscribe. Please share. Please tell a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, much love. I don't trust bitches. My heart's so cold, I done been crossed. I don't trust niggas. He say my name, he get knocked off just like that one Lego. Yeah, okay, and that's how it be. I ain't been getting no sleep. I've been running the streets. I ain't been home in two weeks. I've been looking for peace. In California on the beach, I'm low key in the G. But yeah, uh, just trying to catch a better vibe. Cause I get lost in my thoughts and I cry. Keep my mouth closed, it be too much on my mind. Don't nobody care, I won't dare waste my time. Like, was it worth it? I heard he had plans to leave his brains on the ceiling. He had a talk with his pops and it healed him. He said, You go out like a coward if you end it. You can't too far, you can't look back, you got the feeling. Yeah, on the road doing shows all along. In another nigga city living wrong. Pray to God I can make it back home. Even if I don't, it won't be long. Yeah, I'll fly how in my guard. So been broken half, I got too many. Life is hard, death's gotta be easy cause life is hard